0: Welcome, everybody, to Panfish Nation, along with Mark, I'm Lyle, and Mark, we have a great guest tonight. We're going to talk about crappie fishing, the state of Texas, with Caleb Hensley. So, I'm, I'm kind of anxious for this. What do you say we get in here and get all the people that's in chat announced and get right to it?
1: Absolutely. You know I love cl- crappie fishing. I'm looking forward to talking to you. One thing sure. first, I hope sure. that you're feeling a little bit better it's
0: rare that you miss a show on Monday night and I knew you was down um, and I'm so glad that you made it to help me do this tonight because we're gonna have a great time I wouldn't
1: miss this one for the world um, I'm not hundred percent yet but we're gonna make it through this I like to I like to right. show too much to miss it not that I don't like mine but yeah. Monday was a lot rougher <laughs> than I was today I'm doing better and Thank I took you. that dreaded C test and it came up negative so I feel a little better that, about excellent that. news. Everybody, everybody, I'm getting all sorts of like prayers and stuff from everybody and good wishes and kind words and that, and almost to the point of feeling guilty. Like I'm not really that sick. I just couldn't talk on Monday. you know? <laughs> But, but, you know, I'm grateful for every one of them. So thank you everybody. Absolutely. For so let me, let me say hello to everybody. I see my sister. There she is. A couple of crosses fishing. What's up, Betty? How you doing, dear? Oh, I see Amy Evans in the house. I see CVA, Central Valley Adventures. What's going on, Chrissy Brown? Going to see her in less than, what, 10 days, I think. Looking forward to that. There's Dan Thompson. There's Dennis Graham crappie fishing. How you doing, bud? We see fishing for whiskers. I see frontline flatheads in the house. Um, Future Mrs. 903 fishing. Wow. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, do you know anything about that, Caleb?
2: Oh, I do. I do. Very nice.
1: Well, welcome to the show, Miss Future. How you doing? There's Hooks and Hammocks. He got a big old uh, blue cat this week. Congratulations on that. It was it was a big and watch his video. Go check it out. I don't want to spoil the weight on it for you guys. James Kirkpatrick in the house. I see Jared O. I see Johnny Ramsey. I think that's a new one. What's going on, Johnny? How you doing? Joy Stewart in the house. Miss the Great. Kim Burnett, how you doing, Kim? Uh, Lance McCoo what's up, Lance? Local Life Outdoors, there's a new one. Mike Irvin, what's up, Michael? How you doing? Real and Virtual Outdoors. Hey, Troy, I see Stephanie over at Real Girl... Real Gals fish the Mississippi. That's a mouthful, but I keep trying to get that one right. I see Sean Chili in the house. There's Josh over at the Weekend Angler. Mr. Tim Molina. There's Matt over at Want to Be Outdoors. There's Mr. Porkchop, William Warner. I've seen some people come in here. Let's see if I can pick them out. There's Cody Robinson. He's been on the Flatheads last uh, week, I believe. I see Crappie Hunter 3. Downey's Tackle in the house. What's going on, Josh? Fishing for Whiskers. How you doing, Rhonda? Uh, let's see, Miss Future again, Jay Fox Hunter, Jared O, uh, they keep piling in here, it's hard to keep up with them. Uh Let's see, I think I got everybody, if we missed you, I apologize, we'll try and get you a shout out during the show. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, I want to get right into the, to the meat of this because we got a guy on here tonight, Mark, that does a lot of really good crappie videos so we need to find out where he fishes how he catches them all that good stuff welcome Caleb.
2: i appreciate it guys thanks for having me on tonight
0: oh man it's been a it's a pleasure um i watch a lot of your videos in fact most of them uh unless unless i miss a notification which you know how youtube is about that but um so far they've been pretty good and and um we was talking before the show and you do a lot of creek bank fishing in some out-of-the-way places and i really enjoy those type of videos i enjoy Mm -hmm. the ones when you're in a boat too because you're catching fish but uh those ones when you're walking up and down the bank that's kind of reminds me of the the days back when i was a kid many many years ago uh (laughs) and i used to do that you know oh yeah so um What kind of what kind of places are you looking for when you go find these fish like that?
2: Well, when it comes to crappie, you know, I tell everybody, I say you need to look for the northern those northern creeks and rivers that come into your lakes, um, or the western side. For some reason, I've learned through experience that a lot of crappie fish in general will go north to spawn. Okay, Um, but. Those crappie really love those northern rivers and creeks or western sides. So I try my best just to go fish it. A lot of the places that I fish are just simply overlooked by people. They don't. They cross over the bridge. They may look, and it, it just looks like, you know, there, there may not be no fish in there, but you never know until you actually go fish. So a lot of those places, I believe, are almost somewhat untouched, so when I do get in there and I do walk the banks, I mean, it's just it's just game on when it comes to those crappie.
0: How, how do you um, gain access to those places? Do people just uh, you have to get permission or, or where you're at? If you go through a place, are you allowed to walk up and down the banks? How does that work?
2: Well, I'm in I'm in rural East Texas. So a lot of this is is public land. Um, now, there are, of course, in texas I, I don't know how it is where y'all are but if you see purple paint all right now of yeah, course, you can't go of course a no trespassing sign is obvious number one right. but uh, in texas a lot of people use that purple paint to, to mark off private land from public land mm-hmm. there may not be a fence necessarily there may just be a row of trees that have purple paint on them and that basically lets you know you know you need to stay off that land and um I basically just walk until I can't walk no more. I've I've walked miles before, uh, miles in a in a day. Um, I've 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 had to get on the phone and look at at uh, which direction that, that I need to go because I just get turned around. But uh, I just walk until I can't walk no more,
1: <laughs> and then crawl back, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I'm telling you,
2: I've I can't. I mean, walking through the briars, walking through the sticks. I mean, it's. I've gotten ran off by hogs before. I mean, it's just wild it's,
0: hogs or people's hogs are raised. Oh, wild hogs for sure. Uh, yeah, you guys got them down there. Oh man, they're
2: everywhere. I've 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 walked on some hogs before, uh, you know, and I I just took off running. I mean, any,
1: any rattlesnakes in your part of Texas? I mm,
2: there may be a few, but I think I'm more on the, you know, I, I think that's more western you go west yeah the, the more likely you'll see some rattlesnakes but our thing down here is water mosquitoes i mean i don't like that either we have yeah. water mosquitoes as big as my arm down here so um, um
0: fishing for whiskers that's good uh he says do you mind me saying jody has two open spots for tonight's flathead challenge anyone can enter contact her if you want to enter so that'll be coming on directly after our show if i am not mistaken is that right mark
1: that's absolutely right.
0: I thought so. Alicia Burnett says, Hello, Caleb. I'm so excited to see you here. I've been waiting for Thursday ever since I found out. Sounds yeah. like Alicia is a huge fan. She's, she's been on the channel.
2: Um, I went live last night um, thanking everybody for the 20,000 subscribers. In, and I let them know that I was going to be a guest on here. So I tried to send you know my people your way as well. So uh, I see quite a few of a bit of my regulars on here, so that's great. You know, for the it is. that's great to see the support, and uh, I'm I'm trying to turn them on to you guys
1: as
0: well. Well, we appreciate it, and congratulations! Twenty thousand subs is a huge milestone. Thank you, thank you. That
1: that, that, that is cool. it. That is impressive. Good for you, and you you put out a lot of good quality content. So, a, a way to grind it out, because we know that it is. It's a lot of work to get to get those kind of numbers. It is a grind. Sure. Good for you. So um, these creeks um, that that you're on, what what kind of depths are we looking at? What are the the bottoms looking like? Stuff like that. Can you give us a little more specifics? Well,
2: the main thing that I try to look for when I fish in a creek is structure. Um, A lot of the creeks down here, they're pretty narrow. So when they get a lot of rain, you know, Mm -hmm. water, water is powerful. So they will push logs and structure sometimes they get clumped up so i like to look for log jams and i mean there's one there's a specific creek that i like to fish it's not but about i don't know 15 foot wide but there is a big log jam dead center in the middle and the average depth of that creek is probably three foot deep but there's a log jam in a bend of that creek and it's probably about six to eight feet right in that log jam, and when that water gets high enough, those crappie will come up. And crappie like to sit in deeper holes, um, and of course they love the structure. So they find the structure, they find the deeper water. They'll come out in the evenings, in the morning, chase bait, and then they'll go back into that that deeper hole. So that's what I try to look for. I mainly fish with slip corks in the creek so fishing with a slip cork i can really determine the depths Mm -hmm. if if i'm fishing at six foot deep and i throw out that slip cork and that slip cork is laying flat then i know it's not that deep right there so i'll go a little shallower or deeper if i need to but i i try to look for bins and structure a fish crappie just love to hang around those bins and of course structure it doesn't matter if you're fishing for crappie a foot deep or 25 foot deep Crappie want to feel protected they want to feel like you know they have protection if a predator fish happens to try to get them
1: yeah we 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 don't have creeks like that where i fish but we do have channels and they love those corners which pretty much is 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 a bend in in the channel so they love hiding that stuff for some reason i've definitely noticed that so that's it yeah
0: one creek that is in a bend and it's not a real wide creek that you're fishing, but it's got a lot of wood in it. Mm-hmm. And crappie love wood. They do, I'm telling <laughs> they you. Just do. They do. And you pulled out some giants out of that spot.
2: I'm trying to think. Was that the railroad trestle?
0: I believe it's right below it. Yeah. I believe. But uh, yeah, that's or above it. However, the, the creek right. lies. I've never seen any current in it or anything, but um, I think it was last fall you might have been fishing out of the, the show that I remember. And it, it looked to be, you know, 12 to 15 inch crappie coming out of there almost every time. Oh, yeah. It Texas, was giants. Texas has some, some
2: decent crappie. They really, it really does.
0: Now, are you close to any of the big lakes like Fork or any of those? Let me see. I primarily fish like Palestine
2: and Lake Tyler. Um, okay fork is about an hour and 20 minutes north of me it's it's, it's not far at all uh sam rayburn is also a great crappie lake. i have a video off there went fishing with a subscriber down there last summer um it was 105 degrees i believe Ugh. and we we pulled out uh 48 you know fishing about
1: in a 105 know. degree day you pulled out that many fish
2: oh yes sir that's insane fishing 20 to 20 to 25 feet, fish were suspended about 16, 17 foot on, on stumps. So, uh, I mean, whew, I like it. I love, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know a lot of people that, that won't fish, you know, when it's that hot, but in Texas, in the summertime, you, you almost have no choice. I mean, Either either go fish when it's hundred degrees or, or don't and
1: mm-hmm. stay home.
2: I love to fish. Hey, as long as you stay hydrated, you'll be fine.
1: That's kind of like me and ice fishing. I hate ice fishing, but I love the fish, so I ice fish. I ain't gonna lie. See, <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel the
2: same. I feel I feel the same way. I don't want to fish in no ice.
0: <laughs> I don't want to drill no hole in no I ice. I ain't doing that's it. Just me, <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. You probably ain't never seen ice you got to drill through, have
1: you?
0: No, never. <laughs>
1: never. Let, let me say hello to a couple of people hey. that just came in here. I do see Alicia just came in. What's up, Alicia? <laughs> I see avid come in. How you doing? Uh, Crappy Day Fish on. What's up, my friend? Uh, there's Matt over at Want mm. to Be Outdoors. We can't forget our buddy Frank over at Twisted Fishing TV. I see Don in here. Uh, we got a new one, I think, Local Life Outdoors. If I said hello to you once and I'm saying it to you a second time, Forgive me, but I'd rather do that than miss you. Uh, we got a Ray Smith in there. There's a new one to us. How you doing, Ray? Thanks for checking it out. And Gene Tillman. I see Jay Fox Hunter. He's a great fan, and I do see Lynn over at Catfish Fever and Outdoors. uh hope that got And Brad Coddell. What's going on, Brad? How you doing, bud? Mike up, Sampy? And Lance McCoughey. What's up, Lance? Yep. And James about. James is mean. You got to watch him, Caleb. <laughs> Turn do. You back on Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your back on James. <laughs> Crappy hunter Three says the slip cork on a log is killer so when you're fishing heavy uh heavy jams or heavy log piles like that are you using weedless uh jigs are you getting your baits in there and not getting caught
2: very very carefully um that one log jam that i had talked about i either fish it with a slip cork and minnow and i mean i'm not gonna lie i get hung up a lot now I say this in one of my videos. You really have to take mental note on when you do get hung up. You can't let that minnow drift to a, a certain point, um, but it's that's just part of fishing a lot of Yeah,
1: that's why I tell my I, I say, Mark, don't do that again. Pretty much. Yeah.
2: You're, you're gonna you're gonna lose baits. You're 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 gonna lose jig heads. I mean, it's just part of it. Um, but it's it's worth it. It's definitely worth it.
1: You ever use those light wire hooks, the ones you can pretty much bend and get back and bend them back? Now, is another word for those red hooks? Are they red? I, I don't know if that's what they're called, but here in Illinois, we, we call them just the light wire hooks. They're hmm. super thin, and if you get caught up in a log jam, if you're using like 10-pound wow. pound, uh, uh, braid or something, you can get them out easily and bend them right back. I've tried hmm. those we have um i use the eagle claw red hooks, either okay.
2: uh, one sixteenth or one eighth those red hooks tend to bend out and a lot of people give me flack for using 10 pound braid while i'm crappie fishing because a lot of people think oh it's a pan fish you need to use four to six pound mono and and this and that but m- with my slip cork setup, I've, I've explained a million times i use 10 pound braid with a barrel swivel connected with eight to 10 pound mono. So when I do get hung up, because it's going to happen eventually when I do get hung up and pull that it, it just breaks off the leader. So all you have to re rig is the mono leader and the hook or the, the mono leader and the jig head. So fishing that heavy cover like that, in my opinion, braid is very necessary. If, if I was to use four to six or eight pound mono every time, if I get hung up, I'm, I'm losing everything every time.
1: Now, um, is there any advantage to using a um, a swivel rather than tying directly on? Let's say like a a a, a mono to braid type knot, like an all braid or something. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've I've never done it. Okay.
2: I've I've just never had any experience with that. I've i I started using a barrel swivel and it, it works for me, and, mm-hmm. and I've stuck with it.
1: Under oh, trust me, I was like that for the longest time up until like a year ago. Right. I'm so, uh, just wondering if maybe I'm missing something. So, what
0: size barrel swivel are you using? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, it's it's not a very big barrel swivel. I actually just bought. Yeah. It. That's what I was wondering about. If it was so small, I'd have trouble seeing the holes in it.
1: <laughs> <I'm> the same <laughs> way.
0: I don't. I don't
2: have that trouble yet. I
0: don't have yeah, that trouble well, yet. All right. I understand. Uh,
1: i hope you i hope you never do caleb i hope you never do yeah me too especially when you're out ice fishing it's hard when you can't see and you can't move your fingers at the same time that really doubles it doubles it up so i, I in your experience do you, does it work the same way catfishing does where, where I, I do a lot of flathead fishing and when i'm looking for log jams i'm looking for old log jams i'm looking for for growth on on the wood uh because of that whole food chain thing where the minnows come in to to feed on it, the shad or whatever, the bigger fish and and so on. Is that the same thing with crappie in those creeks? Mm. Have you noticed a difference or do they just gravitate to cover in general?
2: Yes. I I mean, I've always heard, I haven't experienced this one. I I want to, I'm I'm actually going to, but people drop brush in the lake and I've heard of people coming back two hours later, there's fish on. Hmm. Crappie. Crappie, crappie. So I, I mean, I don't know what it is. They they know it's there. They gravitate to it, like you said. So I mean, I've I have fished creeks before. Come back the next week, a new tree in the water. There's fish on it. There there's crappie on it. It wasn't there a week ago, but a, a storm rolled through, heavy rain, some wind, um, new tree in the water, and there is crappie on it.
1: Now, are there a lot of people dropping brush piles in where you fish?
2: Oh, gosh, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and, of course, everybody thinks they're theirs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Technically, uh, it's everybody's, but we, we're not going to get into that argument today.
0: Right. I hear you. Here's a great comment. Frank at Twisted Fishing TV says, a lot of cussing when I tie <laughs> try to tie one of them 11-pound micro quick clips. Uh, Yeah, I can see that because 11 is pretty small, I think.
1: Yeah, those those are tiny. I don't mess with anything smaller than like a six.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Johnny Ramsey says, I'm hoping to use some of the stuff I have learned from Caleb to get the job done tomorrow. Heck yeah. I
2: don't know if y'all can see that. Let me give you full screen, buddy. This is what I use right here. This oh, very, so that's still a Oh, that's not that protection.
0: bad. I no, could, it, it it's
2: uh, it's it's not tiny. It's not tiny. Yeah, I you can think do it. a five. I want to say it's a five. Maybe? Yeah,
1: that that's that looks about a five. About when a five. I'm tying on for like stock or trout, I'm using like, twelves. Oh my goodness, oh, they're wow. horrible. But they'll make it through wow. the ice on my rod, so I'm not. <laughs> that isn't too bad.
0: Yeah. Betty with a uh, couple scraps of fishing says, "Let's talk current seams." What's your experience while fishing them in the creeks versus structure?
1: Hmm. Are you targeting current seams or are you basically looking for structure, Caleb? Well, I'm looking for slack water. Slack water. Okay. Um,
2: I've, I've never heard of the term current seams. I, I, I'm assuming that's just current, correct? I
1: mean. That's bigger river water talk. That's, yeah, that's bigger river yeah. talk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that
1: term before, but crappie don't like current. Um, no, if, if and they'll sit. Know, know, at least my experience here and our river crappie are small over here for for a bunch of reasons. Um, but uh, uh, they'll, they'll sit in that slower, slack current right where the where the seam is, where the faster current is, waiting right. for stuff to fall out. So it's usually pretty productive where I fish. Except we don't have that big a. Our river crappies are small over here. Right. So, yeah,
2: crappie, they they tend to go towards that slack water, kind of like you said, The uh, especially if um, a big tree in the water, they'll be sitting right on the opposite side of the current, just right in that little slack water pocket.
1: Now, you, you had mentioned uh, when you were frictioning at 105 degrees, you were finding them in pretty deep water. How are you going after crappie that are, that are hunkered down that deep?
2: Okay, so... A lot of y'all know the, the big thing right now is live scope. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use live scope. Um I have basically based my channel on catching crappie without live scope. Um live scope is a great tool. I have nothing against it. I have used it in the past with buddies and in tournaments, but um I just simply can't afford it. Um I don't think your average fisherman can. So I want to show people how to catch crappie without you know all the fancy equipment, but what I do is I find brush piles with size scan or down scan, and I throw buoy markers out, and I have slip corked crappie in 30 foot of water. I mean, I'm I'm fishing 30 foot of water. I'm catching crappie 25 foot down. There's Brandon's you know comment about my slip cork setup, um, but I'm I'm majority slip corking with with live minnows. <clears throat> That
1: is what I'm doing. But I yeah. use I use a lot of I use a lot of floats too. That that's yeah. how I was brought up. That's how I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I I get into some of the other stuff uh, a little hotter in the year here. Our lakes aren't that deep. Um, I catch a lot of my crappie like seven to ten feet of water, and I'll use like little two inch paddle baits like a Charlie bluer. What are they two and a quarter inch or something like yeah, that? Totally that's done. only if they're sitting really high in the water column. But other than that, I'm 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 throwing plastics or minnows underneath a float. So
0: I um <laughs> you talk about crappies 95 degrees. When it's 95 degrees and if I'm gonna be out we have a top that goes on our boat that fastens to the front of the windshield and it provides shade because a lot of times there is no shade.
2: You know what I use a big old straw hat.
0: I like, I've got one of those no, wide ones those that I, line. I wear too. too. Yeah, Cindy I mean, and I both I mean, have one, and we wear them religiously. So yeah, yeah. slip corking is one of my favorite ways to catch all kinds of panfish. I like I to use that. them for bluegill. I like to use them for um, uh, crappie and and any any other kind. But th- right now. All the the fish I'm catching is way down deep. Well, I'm fishing shallow water, but they're rich off the bottom. So right. we're just dropping stuff down. It hits the bottom, reeling up about a half a crank, and just sit there and, and teasing them. So, uh, But I'll get into more of that here towards the end of the show, uh, talk about my adventures of the week. <clears throat> a lot of people coming in here. We've got a big crowd in here tonight. We do. So very pleased to see everybody come in here and visit with our great guests. And if you like what we're doing on Panfish Nation, please like the show. we That's how we know that we're getting the, the guests that you people want to see. And you don't get a whole lot better than the guy that we have tonight. And if you like our content, please subscribe because it's important to us to get more subscribers. That way we can get closer to the top of the page when people search for Panfish uh,
1: things. And there's
0: Patriot James. Catfishers of America, glad to see you in here, my friend. Um, There was somebody else that I wanted to mention. I see,
1: Irvin, Irvin Yes, yeah. what's That's going good. on, Irvin? How you doing?
0: Apache Adventures. Just, just getting them in here. With uh, It's great to see all you guys in here because, like I say, Caleb is a great. He's got a great channel. I don't know how did you start your channel, Caleb, uh, with YouTube? Well, I.
2: I started May 13th of 2020 to be exact. I'm I'm actually coming up on two years on YouTube. Um, and I, I had a lot of family and friends saying that I should start recording myself fishing. And I started off on Facebook actually just going live, fishing a little bit, setting up my phone wherever I could on the boat. And eventually I decided one day to go buy a GoPro. And ever since I've gotten that GoPro, I've, I've I've started putting out one video a week. I've I've put out one video a week for for almost twenty four months straight.
0: That's awesome. And
2: I go live on the channel every every Sunday eight o'clock, just like you guys do. Come mm-hmm. on here, talk about fishing, crappie fishing, just fishing in general. And uh, my main purpose of the channel is is just to help people catch fish and catch more fish.
0: That's, that's the whole thing. You know,
1: Caleb. Sunday is my kind of internet day off, but I ain't going to lie. I'll, I'll tune in, and I'll watch your show in the background a lot.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, I was in there with you. as live the other night and for just a minute, and uh, uh, I, it's, it's very knowledgeable. If you're looking for content to tell you how to catch more crappie, that's a great place to go to find it because he did, he don't pull no punches. He shares everything that he does when he's catching the fish and tells you exactly how he's doing it. And uh, that's how you learn things, Brad Coddell, I'm glad that you're having success with those jigs. Thanks a lot.
1: Crappie Hunter Three says, "I learned how to use a float and a jig on 903 fishing. I caught the biggest crappie I ever caught, 2.8 pounds. Ooh, smoking hot.
2: Yeah, that was a few. few that's about a week ago. He he uh, let me know. And you know what I find weird, guys, is I've had more, both ends of the spectrum." And I I told my following this the other day, I've had people that tell me they've never seen a jig under a slip bobber. But then I've I've had the other end say, well, I've been using this technique for 40 years, 40 plus Mm -hmm. years. So I think it's amazing just, you know, who you're reaching. You know, you have experienced fishermen, and then you have the beginner fishermen that, that just don't know much and wants to learn more. And I mean, I think, you know, the channel really goes to both of those.
1: Yeah, you definitely have you definitely have a good balance there. I, I it's it's a hard act. Being a, a creator myself, it, it it's hard not to talk over some people's heads without talking beneath others. Wow. And it takes a lot of practice. And and you really got to listen to to what your fans are telling you, or your your subscribers or viewers, whatever you want to call them. and You do a real good job. So mega kudos to you. You got you got like a special show coming up where you're going to celebrate your twenty thousand k subscribers. You want to I, talk to you about that? We're um I'm going live on the channel
2: just like I normally would on Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. However, to celebrate and for me to give back to my subscribers to, to thank, um, I'm giving away an eight-foot ACC crappie sticks. Um, I'm also going to be giving away some Dead River baits, um, some jigs that I use a lot of the times on the channel and of a, a few other items. Um, I've always been the one to be you know i feel like i would be doing what i'm doing if it wasn't for my subscribers like 903 fishing wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the subscribers so i always like to give back to my to my 903 family
1: Avid Fisherman asks, does Caleb have a channel? He absolutely does. Just look up 903 Fishing on YouTube. You'll find him, Avid. I'm sure somebody will post a link up for us in chat, but you definitely want to check him out, Avid, because I know you like crappie fishing as well. So.
0: And lots and lots of videos, and they're great content.
1: So uh, well, how, t- <laughs> how much of a toll does it take to put a video out every week? That's pretty crazy.
2: <laughs> um, a lot. It's a lot of work. Uh, My,
1: my, my girlfriend gets mad at me.
2: Let's put it that way. Really? Um, (laughs) I mean, yes and no. Um, I've, I've really learned to balance it. You know Um, it, it takes time to a lot of people. I, I, I've heard both ends of it. People think it's just, you know, you, you put a camera on your chest and you go fishing. That's just very, that's very minimal. That's very, that's, very small portion of it. You know, you got to go home. You got to upload the footage. You got to edit the footage. You got to upload the footage. Um, You know, there's so much to go with YouTube to put out some quality content and it takes time and effort. Um,
1: You got to put fuel in the truck. You got to put fuel in the boat. You got to get the battery charged. You got to strap that GoPro on. Then you got to catch fish. And then then, if
0: you didn't remember to charge the battery in the GoPro, it's going to be a really short trip. Hey, there. There is a lot to put in with it. There's a lot. (laughs) It is. People does not understand, or or maybe they do understand and and take it for granted that the really successful channels and the guys that's growing put a lot of work in it. Uh, It's like having a job. And it
2: it's another full time job. It is. I already have a full time job and. And this
1: is the second full time. Oh, There's right. no side gig about there is about it, is there? No, there, it's not a side gig, one bit whatsoever. No, I'm no. the hard
0: way. Hey, I got a couple other people we need to talk about in here. Jeremy, all Britain has joined us, and Turner Fishing is back in here. We're so glad to see you guys. Thanks so much for, for jumping in chat. Jared O, uh Dennis, Northeast, Missouri Angler. We're glad to have all you guys in here. Uh, some of you have been on. Panfish Nation before, and at least one of you needs to be on here in the future, so keep that in mind Jeremy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Jeremy? How you doing? <laughs> see, hey, there's Trey over at Fish Mac. How you doing, Trey?
0: It's a great video he had out this week also. I just got there and watched it this morning and loved it. It was amazing.
1: It's on my two watch list. So what days are you putting your videos out on? You got a set day every week, Caleb?
0: Uh, yes. I've Every
2: Tuesday, 1030 a.m. Central, Central Time. Okay. Um, that's what I started with almost 24 months ago, and that's, that's just what I've stuck with. Part of, part of YouTube is, is being consistent, and uh, I, I think they, they, YouTube likes that consistency.
1: They do. So, what's they, your weapon, yeah. which, what? are your weapons of choice? What are you running? Rod, reel, line, and so on. What's your What's your favorite setup to use when you're out there fishing? All right.
2: Well, as as most people know, if they watch um, the videos, I'm, I'm sponsored by ACC Cropper Sticks. So, um, and ACC has a variety of rods for almost any type of crappie fishing out. I, I mean, for any type of crappie fishing, ACC has a Specific rod for that type of crappie fishing. Um, for dock shooting, I'm using a six foot ACC, uh, 16 ounce jig head, six pound mono. Um, and I usually pair my six footers with Shimano Sienna 500 uh, series reels. Um, if I'm slip corking, I'm using my eight foot ACC super grip, 10 pound Power Pro grade with that eight to 10 pound mono leader. Uh, and I, I also have those paired with a uh, Shimano Sienna 500 series as well. Now, when it comes to vertical jigging, I have a couple 10-footers, 11-footers, and 12-footers. Um, I've, I've come to realize that my favorite jigging rod from ACC is the 11-foot. Now, they're all great. They all work. Um, for My preference is the 11-foot mid-seat, and I use 10-pound PowerPro braid on that as well. Mm-hmm. so i mean it really just depends you know you always got to have a backup plan when you go fishing i mean I've, I've went out dock shooting before and they just weren't there so luckily i i had the minnows and the slip and the eight footers with me go find some brush to fish so don't i, I don't ever go out and say this is what i'm going to do i always have a backup plan because you never know exactly what you'll be doing that day yeah you won't know where they're at until you get out there so that's right they can move. Crappie are notorious for moving day to day. To day. I mean, you go pre-fish a tournament on a Friday and say, OK, this is where I'm starting off tomorrow morning or, or, the, or the day after. You go there and they're not there. I mean, crappie move. But they, they don't stay put for very long.
1: We got a question here from uh, Northeast Missouri Angler. It says, "Do you find a leader is a must when vertical jigging, or just dock, sho- dock shooting or corking?"
2: <clears throat> okay, I do not use a leader when I'm uh, dock shooting. It's it's just six pound mono uh, tied straight to the jig head. Um, if I'm not using live scope, if if I'm not on a buddy's boat with live scope, then I'm not using a leader Uh, the reason why i would use a leader uh, with live scope is because it adds an that split shot i either do a split shot with a leader or a slip weight because on that live scope and instead of seeing your jig fall you're also seeing two you're seeing two items fall at once so it's a lot easier to keep up on the screen um and then corking oh i I have to use a leader while I'm corking because like I said earlier in the show, most of the time I'm fishing around structures. So that chance of getting hung up is always there. If it breaks 90% of the time, it's going to break off that mono leader. And all I have to do is just rig on that mono leader in the hook or the jig head.
0: I would like that. I'm going to have to try that. I would like to announce that pontoon Jody has joined the trap. The the chat and our good friend Jason from Crappiezilla is in there. Glad to see him join us tonight. Great guy with some great products.
1: Fly Guys TVs here too. Welcome,
0: absolutely. Join nine hundred three Fishing Live Show Sunday at eight PM Central Time for your chance to win a free ACC Crappie Stick. Now there's a great giveaway right there. <laughs> now that's
2: the. Um... It's the eight foot ACC super grip, which in my opinion, it's the most, it's the most versatile ACC crappie fishing stick out there. Uh, It's great for beginners. You can vertical jig with it. You can cast with it and you can slip cork with it. I mean, those are three things that you can do with that one rod. Um, Especially if you're not used to vertical jigging with a 10, 11, 12 foot rod, that eight footer is is long enough, but um, it's not too long for you.
1: I haven't I've yet to try their their eight footer I do have a couple of their seven and a half, so the only reason why I went with the seven and a half is because I could fit it in the bed of my pickup truck on an angle without having taken it apart so there you go but I can see how that eight foot would come in handy i'm i i'm I really do like longer rod when casting, so I get a lot more distance and and the places i i i fish i need I need to get out there to them so and I just started doing some vertical jigging with a ten foot rod, and that's been a lot of fun. I think I'm addicted to that. So it's the thump, It's, the thump, Mark. it's not just the thump; it's the, the whip and back of that rod and sitting there, <laughs> sticking <laughs> right there, man. Oh, <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. It's I highly never I
0: told. Matt wants to know. So, do you tie the leader below the slip cork? Yes. Um, I actually
2: have. I have. I have a. I have my slip cork set up rigged up right here. Sweet.
0: Let me give you a solo layout.
2: Let me see. I gotta watch this ceiling fan, guys. All right. So <laughs> you pull a bull- I- these eight footers. Who I'm telling you. So uh, you know, I mean, let's just start off up top right here. I'm gonna try to stay in the screen for you guys. So here's my bobber stop right here. All right, of course, this is what determines how deep you're fishing. I can move this bobber stop if I want to fish 20 foot. You know, my rod's eight foot. I can kind of determine about how far I am using that rod as as a measuring tool. And then I have a little bead right here. All right, this right here just guides that slip cork. Um, Here is my slip cork. I use Como pair slip floats. Um, I did use those big cigar type slip floats, but I've, I've learned that these have less resistance to the crappie. If you ever have slip cork for crappie, um, when crappie hit that slip cork, it's it's usually one hit, and then they slowly take it under. So I've learned that crappie can take this slip cork under a lot easier than that that bulky parafloat. float. I usually use a number a one five split shot right here. Here's the barrel swivel. Now don't make fun of my tag in right there. I ain't cut that off. But um, there's my barrel swivel. Uh, let me get this in line. I have the ten pound Power Pro braid to the barrel swivel. And then here is my eight pound mono leader. I usually use a leader anywhere from, if I'm fishing shallower, especially in a creek, a log jam, my leader isn't so uh, long. Um, But if I'm fishing open water, deep brush piles, then I'm using 12 to 15 inch uh, mono leader. The longer the leader, in my opinion, I hook my minnows in the tail so they have free range. Uh, The longer the leader, the less resistance that minnow has and can swim wherever he chooses to. And then this one's rigged up for minnows. I have a two watt crappie hook right here from Eagle Claw. It's an Aberdeen. Um, but that is my leader is definitely below the slip
0: cord. So it's your leader. It appears to be 12, 15 inches long. Is that accurate? This one is probably about a
2: foot. Yes, sir. Yeah. This one's probably about a foot right here. Yeah. Yeah, do you ever vary
0: the length of your leader depending on where you're
2: at? Yeah, um, if I'm fishing in the creek, usually I'm, I'm fishing on top of log jam, so I don't want that leader, I don't want that minnow to have as much freedom because that's the more chance that that minnow is going to get hung up under a log oh, yeah. or something like that. But if I'm fishing, you know, 15, 20 feet um, over deep brush piles on the main lake, then I'll go ahead and give that minnow a little more freedom, um, so he can move around as as he wants to, so he can get those crappies' attention.
0: So, would you go up to a two foot leader or more?
2: No, I'm I'm probably going to stick to uh, about about a 15 to 18. Okay, leader. Um, I had a video that a couple weeks ago. I was fishing a foot deep with a slip core. And a lot of people gave me flack for it, but I was fishing a foot deep and I had a leader on there that long. Oh, wow. I was fishing up right next to the bank, right under um, a root system of a tree. And several times I would get hung up and I would I would, you know, I'd, I'd have to break my my line instead of, you know, anchoring up, driving the boat over there, getting the, you know, getting it off taking a chance of spooking the fish because it's only a foot deep right at the bank. So I was just using that real small leader. I would break off and all I would have to do was just reconnect that leader and that hook.
0: Well, if you're using them leaders, if you, if you're catching them at a foot deep, you got to go up there with the boat. They're gone. Definitely. They're in crappie. you got to find another route.
2: Y'all know just (laughs) as well as I do that crappie are some of the most finicky
0: fish. Oh, they are.
2: If, Oh man, they will run, especially from a trailer motor. They'll they'll run.
0: I watched the video of yours the other day, Caleb. But you was fishing, I believe, the railroad bridge, okay. and there was a bunch of structure pushed up next to the to the bridge piers and stuff. Yes. And you was fishing in and out both sides of that structure where that stuff had pushed up in there. And my God, you pulled out some giant crappie.
2: Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, that was a great video. I, I appreciate it. Um, that was, I guess, I was there at the right day, right time. A day later, we had about a, a four-inch rain come in, and I actually went back there. I took a buddy back there uh, three or four days after that big rain, and all the water had washed away that log jam. Yeah, and and, and the crappie were not there. Um, but I was using my eleven-footer in that video you know 11 foot i was in the john boat no electronics just strictly going off of what i know uh those crappie were in there staging um but all females i actually caught my limit that day all female crappie and it was a blast it, it was a blast that was that was one of the best fishing days i've had in a long time and and it was straight you know feeling the thump and Man, you can't beat days like that right there. Those those are the days, those are the days that a lot of people wait for right there.
0: Absolutely. Um Abbott says, Do you offset your hooks? I know that's what he meant by that. Offset my hooks in what way? Bend the the point of them out away from the shank any at all. No, I do not. Okay. No, sir. I, I didn't think that you did on those smaller hooks, but some people I'm sure does. And that, yeah, he's, he redone it down here that he offset your hooks. And, and, uh, I, I couldn't imagine you doing it. I think I would have picked that up in some of your videos as much of them as I I watched I, it. If you I, had been.
1: I can't, what was the brand name of that float? Cause I'm gonna have to try some of them. Cause I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of slip floats, but it's basically for the reason you explained that those seem to solve. So I'll be able to try them out if you got the name. Camels, ain't it?
2: Yeah, I mean it's just symmetrical. It's it's very symmetrical, you know. Um, uh, I like I said, I used to use those big cigar type floats. I mean, I liked them because I could see them for one. Um, I had I, I used to have a lot of trouble staying still in the boat because especially if I'm by myself in a little 14-foot John boat in wide open lake on 25 foot of water, it's hard for me to. I drop anchor, but then I'm I'm a pretty big dude. I'm 260 pounds. So once I drop front anchor and then go to the back, the boat's sitting like this. So I'm kind of just flowing all over the place. So I would use those bigger um, courts so I could see if I happen to drift off or you know I, I just made it work. But these are it right here.
1: Cool. I'll have to check them out.
2: Um, Walmart, I believe it's a dollar fifty six for three.
1: Man, I'm paying a Three and a half bucks, three ninety for Thulls. Now it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Como. Now you can get these. You can
2: get these on the internet. Uh, you can buy them in bulk. I want to say you can buy twenty five of them for about twelve bucks.
1: That sounds right up Lyle's alley because he buys everything in bulk. I do if I can get it that way. You have no clue. If I want it
0: once, I want it again. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well,
1: we're going shopping after the show. Get your credit card ready. We're going to see if we can melt life's,
0: that. Mine's filled up. We'll have to use yours.
1: <laughs> uh, so you do a little white bass fishing, or you guys call them Sandys down there, right?
2: Sand bass, Sandys, yes. That's what I have always. Honestly, I've never heard of the term white
0: bass until I got on YouTube.
1: That's us Yankees.
0: <laughs> I worked in the Dallas-Fort Worth area back in the 1980s and then we moved to a little town called Ballinger and I helped oh, wow. guy open up a Ford dealership down by kind of in a triangle between San Angelo and, and um, uh, some of them towns down there and uh, I would go out and get parts and the parts guy said hey, if you're from north of the Red River you're a Yankee I said, how do you figure? He said, well, let me rephrase that if you ain't from Texas, you're a Yankee. And I, thought, dude, I was, I was pretty young. He would just rag on me all the time about that. He was a good dude, though.
1: So you were saying about the the white or the the sand bass?
2: Yes, sir. Now our run, our white bass run down here is 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 basically over. All the white bass have basically migrated back to the mainland. But um, usually. Um, a first little run happens probably late 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 january i mean a lot of people don't know about the the early run they think it's too cold um and that they won't go but my first white bass fishing video this year i went after school one evening 35 degrees um that's cold for me that's cold um it was 38 35.
1: degrees this morning, Caleb. Here <laughs> you what? It was 38 <laughs> degrees this morning here, well, Caleb. The low
2: the low here was like 65. <laughs> That's perfect. was that like 50 I years for a low and and I caught about I caught about 20 to 25 white bass when it was 35, 36 degrees in, in the evening. Um, but white bass fishing down here is is pretty darn good. I, I know it can be really good some other places as well, but you know, once you find them schooled up, it's it's game on. I love it. That, that that white bass thump is different from the the crappie thump. It's it's just a little bit different. Those uh those white bass are a little bit more aggressive in my yeah. Opinion. It's a little
1: it's a little sharper of a thump,
2: definitely.
0: It is. It is. And they for they you'll catch more of them. A little they fight harder, don't they? They do. Oh, yeah. 10%. They do for uh,
2: me. I use my little six foot ACC with, uh, I think last year I used six pound mono, but I, I'm down here. The the hybrids like to run with the white bass. So we're talking six to 10 pound hybrids on six pound mono. And I think I had a couple of them break me off last year. So this year I stuck with eight pound mono and uh, that seemed to do me a little better as far as catching those bigger fish. I didn't. I didn't break off as much.
1: Yeah, we don't necessarily have a run. Um, I got one lake. Our river has them, but they're not very big. <laughs> I fish the Fox, but uh, one of the local state parks here has a, um, uh, a pretty good stock population, and they're they're pretty big. There's no run, but if you get you get like I got on a pile of them last week. They were three feet tall and twenty feet long. You could see them on. On my garment, it was like clear as day. And it they're like amazing image. Pictures. They were nice. There, that was a good time. Yeah. That yeah. was a lot of fun. That was what do
0: amazing. y'all use to
1: what do y'all use to catch them up there? I'm curious. I've it. been I was I had a lot of good luck on uh, uh a couple of hand ties I got from um Shamalur's, Howard over at Shamelures, and then I was using a, a small like uh quarter ounce blade bait, and they were working really good. Wow. But I was vertical jigging the, the hand tie, and I was actually I, I backed off a little bit and casted that uh, um, blade bait to them, and and they they to tell you the truth, they liked that blade bait so much I lost that damn thing after a few fish. So, it was pretty, yeah, they were pretty they were pretty mean. That was a good time. Anything shiny, um, rooster.
2: I used to use rooster tails down here a lot when mm-hmm. I first started white bass fishing. A rooster tail was the go to but a lot of our little creeks and rivers that they run up there's logs everywhere like if you find a hole to cast and you catch one you have to hit that same hole every time or you will get hung up so i've i've actually started to go more towards the plastic side um white ice fluke juniors the um white ice fluke juniors and the three inch curly grubs from yum that is what i've been the past three years or so Man, and those rooster tails have gotten up to be about almost $3 a piece. Yeah. So every time you would lose one, it's like, man, I just threw away three bucks. And <laughs> you can buy a pack of those Zoom flukes, you know, for, for about that, uh, a little over $3 now, but you're getting 10 of them. I've caught 15 to 20, 25 white bass on one, on one fluke junior. So that's, you know... I, I definitely went more towards the uh, the soft plastic side. And, and
1: you know what almost every fish will bite on anything with a split tail, like that's on a on a fluke. For some reason, it drives them crazy. I don't know what it is, but everything from walleye to crappie to to, to yeah. bass, anything pike. For some reason, I like that split tail on those flukes. I'm gonna be honest with you though.
2: I'm not using the split tail. I'm using the paddle tail
1: use the paddle tail? Yeah, I do pretty good walleye with them, too.
0: Uh, how long need, is that, Caleb? This is about three and a half inches. Can you show it to us again?
2: Yeah, it's about three and a half inches right here. Uh Wide Eyes Fluke Jr. from Zoom. This paddle tail, I love throwing it and bringing it back to me against the current. I mean, very, very slow reel. I, I have quite a bit of uh, white bass fishing videos from, well... I got a few white bass fishing videos. I, I mainly crappie fish, like I had said earlier, but I always have to get out there and catch me some white bass. It is so fun. You get into them, and it's just every, almost every single cast, you're you're feeling that thump. And like we had said, though, they, they fight just a little bit more aggressive than that crappie. And on, you know, on some eight-pound uh, mono, six-foot rod, they give you a run
0: for the money. Johnny Ramsey says, Have you ever used spoons? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. I have not. They're really shiny. They are shiny. We have uh, some Foley spoons that we use to catch uh, uh, um, skipjack on. Uh, Probably one of the best skipjack lures on the market. Uh, Oh. uh, Well, I I like to to set up a, a. a sabiki rig with either a regular sabiki rig or hand ties and, and put one on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And if you only catch one, it's usually on that spoon. Wow.
1: Man over at Want to Be On Doors is saying crappie magnet paddle tails. The crappie tear those up. I didn't know crappie magnet made paddle tails. I did not either. That's weird. I, did. I didn't know that either. Matt, send me a link, buddy. We may be going shopping after this, Lyle
0: Get that credit card out I'll help you max
1: her out really and, yours,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, Mine's full <laughs> Mine is full Cabela's has some Looking paddle tails Hoochie coochie and shad Work killer here in North Carolina
1: So you keep any of the fish You're, uh, you're catching, Caleb? Oh yes, for sure. Um, we try to, I try to have fish once a week, crappie
2: once a week. Um, and I also, um, I am, a. I I am a school teacher. Um, I I teach kind of in a uh, low economic based area. So I have a lot of, uh, students and families that are in need. So, um, a lot of the times, a lot of the times I go through the neighborhood and here you go. Um, that's outstanding. I, I, I've i several times on the channel, I've uh, given away fish, especially if I go back to the boat ramp and I see a family four, five, six and I'll ask them how they're doing. They don't have any fish. I mean, I have fish in the freezer. So it's 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 not a thing to me to, to try to help somebody out. So, I mean, that's just I was raised that way. If I can help, I'm going to help. you.
0: So.
1: Absolutely.
0: That is awesome. I, I'm glad you told us that because I wanted to touch on the fact that you're a um a PE teacher in, in a um grade school, isn't that what you told me? Yes, sir. Kindergarten through fifth. Um, God bless you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really do love it. I really do. Um, you know, just
2: like any job, you could just, you know, you're ready to go that day. But sure. uh, I mean, I, I, I really love it. I don't know. It's, it's my passion. I, I went to school for it, you know, played college baseball, got my degree and I didn't know for the longest time what I wanted to do. But uh, one day I just decided to start taking, you know, elementary education classes and this is where it has led me. Um, a, lot of my, awesome. a lot of my kids, my students, they, they watch my videos, uh, you know, it's all clean it's all family orientated. the family could sit down and watch it on the TV um,
1: and and a lot of them
2: tell me they do so uh, they tell me all the time, hey you know mom had my your video on the TV last night mm-hmm. it's it, it's awesome you know to and you know those my students see me giving away those fish they see me helping so I'm hoping that will equivalent or drop down to them as well so
0: yes. Maybe when they grow up and get to be the next Caleb, that and they're making videos and and bringing in a fish or two, they'll pass that along to right. the next generation. That's just that's just so cool. It's unbelievable. I I, I really I really hit hats off to you for that, man. I, uh, I got to ask you though one question that always sticks in my mind. Okay. Is there a more special person in the world than a guy that drives a school bus or gal? You know what?
2: I, <laughs> I, I coached junior high and high school for the longest, uh, well, I say longest time. For the first four or five years of my career, I, I drove a bus. I drove a bus route. Oh, okay. And I, I did. Um, I coached. I coached coach high school. I've coached junior high. And, I mean, it's a it's a very uh, serious topic uh, a lot of people don't understand you know the pressure that goes along with that you're carrying 40 50 you know oh, dude. kids on that bus and you're not you you know it, it's not that you don't trust yourself it's it's just like you would it's just like you would in in your vehicle do, do you trust the other drivers around you, you know so yeah it's really you got to be really careful with everybody's babies on there I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure getting back.
1: Responsibility there.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it very much is.
1: Got some kind words from Frank over at twisted fishing TV says that is awesome, bro. It was a teacher like you that helped me when I was a child.
0: I remember days like that. We had a football coach that was, um, started us with football. We was in junior high and we was his first teaching class. Oh, wow. And uh, Jack is now gone. He was in an accident on a farm up in Iowa where he grew up and and uh, he ended up passing away from that. But uh, I never forgot Jack Kousherman. He was he was a great coach. He, was, he ended up uh, my second year in, in uh, playing football in high school. Uh, the guy that was football coach quit and coach couch come over and he finished up our, our high school tour also. And we was very successful under him. Everybody thought he, the world of him would have done anything for him. And a lot of the guys stayed in contact with him and his wife, Linda, after the fact. I have not, however. But while well, I didn't know that he went back to Iowa, you know, where he grew up. But uh, like I say, he was in a tractor accident and passed away uh, here a few years ago. But uh, you never forget a guy like that, and them kids growing up with you, Caleb, they'll never forget you.
1: Good on you. I have a man like that in my in my past. His name was Edward Zink. He was a real good guy. Him and my grandfather were big influences, and it was I was influenced through fishing both ways. So you're doing the right thing, and, and I agree. Your legacy will carry on, and and someone will be talking about you like you do them. So good. For I you. hope that they grow up, and
0: there's two or three of them kids that you're helping now that will say, "Hey, I had a guy." And I want to be just like him when I grow up. That that would to me that would be a goal that uh, is irreplaceable. And and uh, what you're just being a school teacher, dude. That's a hell heck of a a job. And and if you love it like you do, uh, good on you, man.
2: I greatly appreciate you guys. I I really feel like that's what that's what God has called me to do. Um, so it's it's great to wake up most mornings, you know, and uh, get be love your job it's kind of like they say if you love your job you're not really working so i agree with yeah. that i and, really and I do and hey, god mark, has, and, and god has blessed me with you know with, with doing this youtube and i feel like he's um this is how he's uh wanting me to share share about him too as well so
0: absolutely absolutely mark have you got the uh um, the giveaway tool pulled up by chance
1: No, we can uh, get her pulled up here in like two seconds. I want to
0: talk to people for just a second, not to take away from Caleb, but this week we had a little adventure out catching some bluegill, and and Cindy and I was on a dock trying to catch some bait, and there was a group of boys out there um, from Lakeland, uh, and they had two adults that was with them. And they was just wearing out the bluegill where we was trying to catch bluegill. They was using worms and, and uh, corks and stuff and just having the biggest time. And we was laughing at them more than we was really trying to catch bait, but we caught a few bluegills. And this is what we was catching them on. This is part of the spring collection. It's a maroon head, one sixty fourth ounce jig with a black body and red tail on it, squiggler tails. And, um, uh, We might give some of them away here when Mark gets that pulled up. And we have a new sponsor to the show that sent us a bunch of them. It's ZFG Fishing, and this is some of the stuff that he has sent for us to give away, and we'll give a package of those away and and some of the ones. I just tied these, Caleb. Take a look at them, see what you think. Is that like a Grey Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, we love Grey Ghost hand ties. I haven't they these are just brand new. I haven't got a chance to try them yet, but I am going to Those do that. Good. Those look really nice. Hopefully this week. Thank you.
1: So, so if you're new, if you're new to the program, you need to enter in pound sign panfish jigs, like it says up there. You'll be entered to win. We'll do a random draw from that. But in order to be entered, you have to be a subscriber, Um, and you also have to have that have to have that entered, just like Future Mrs. Nine Hundred Three Fishing has.
0: Absolutely. Now. Now, Caleb, is there anything particular that you'd like to visit about before we close the show out? Because we're going to be closing it out here in the next five minutes or something like thereabouts.
2: Um, no, not really. Um, I appreciate you, um, you for reaching out, Lyle, man. I, I greatly appreciate it, brother. Uh, I have watched a few of your videos in the past as well. So, Catfish and Crappie, I remember watching you when I first started YouTube. Really? <laughs> I did watch a little bit. I did. Um people got to understand when you're into this YouTube thing, um you're so busy fishing, editing, replying back to your own, you know, content and stuff. It's hard to just sit down and watch another creator. I mean, it is for me. Um but I do try to uh, watch as much as I can, but I just want to thank you guys for letting me on here. This has been awesome and I hope y'all have me back one day.
0: You know what? I, I will give you an invitation that any time that you have something pertinent or you just feel like you need to be on here, you just give us a call and we'll put you on here. I've had a wonderful time with you on here tonight. We, you're a great guest. You do a lot of wonderful things for the community. And,
1: dude, you catch a ton of fish. Yeah. And, 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 and Caleb Lyle just beat me to you, that's all. So we'll get Hopefully, you'll spend a little time with me in the upcoming months. I'd appreciate it if you did so. Yeah. Let me know, Mark. I'd be more, and, more than cool. welcome. You. And if I'm ever down in Texas, I'll look you up. And if you're ever up, I don't know why you'd ever be up here. But if you're up near <laughs> me, come, come on by. We'll take good care of you. All right. Sounds great. From right. the from the sounds of what
0: the missus said, I'm guessing it will never be in the wintertime. She doesn't like cold weather. No, 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 no. Gee, hey. I tell you what, guys, it it gets
2: below 60 60 degrees. She's out.
0: I can relate. She's out. Like I say, back in the 80s, I spent some time in Texas, and one of the reasons I didn't care for down there, it's so ungodly hot in the summertime. (laughs)
1: All right, folks, go ahead and enter that in. Hashtag Jigs. just like it shows on the screen, you'll be entered in to win the prize that Lyle's offering up here. Uh, we're gonna this is probably gonna be last call. We're gonna draw this in just a couple of minutes. So make Absolutely. sure you get your name in there to enter. We'll do two of them. We'll do one from me and one
0: from from ZFG. <laughs>
1: Then CFG's a new company, isn't it, Lyle?
0: And it's a new startup and uh, once you guys pick this out, I'm pretty sure you'll know the guy, but we're going to leave it at that for now. Yeah, we're
1: not we're not going to we're not going to. It'll be it a surprise
0: to everyone.
1: <laughs> we got a Just Fishing out there. They're entered into the drawing. Uh pretty cool. You enter in just once and it'll it'll put your name in there. Uh, if you enter it multiple times, it only counts you one. Johnny Ramsey's in on it. Uh you know, Mrs. 903 can get in on it too. She doesn't need to oh do it. absolutely. Oh, actually, she's she the care. first one in. She knows how it's played. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I do the same
2: giveaway format on, on oh you do?
1: Okay, so there we go. We got it's, people, everybody's it's
2: easy. it's easy and it's it's random. I mean,
1: yeah, it's, it's fair. Random, it's
2: fair. Fair I think get. it's
0: the most fair way to do them. I,
1: them. I, I
2: used to do I used to do write a, I'd write a number down right here and then People started accusing me of this and that, and I'm like,
0: "Yep, we've done random.org for a long time, and it it doesn't matter how you do it, um, somebody is not always happy about it. But this way, it's taken completely out of your hands, and whatever name comes up,
1: it just comes up." I agree. Cool. So you ready, Lyle, to do this? I am. All right. We're gonna let her rip. There we go. Good luck, everybody. Ram's Rams bait bait and tackle. San Antonio, Texas. Ram's a good dude. Congratulations, Ram.
0: All you have to do is just send me a message after the show. You can either send it to me on my personal uh, Facebook messenger, or you can send it to Panfish Nation, or you can email me at Catfish Weekly TV, or or Lyle at Nation TV at gmail.com. Too many of them to remember
1: congratulations so we ready to do another one lyle we are all right we'll draw again there we go for the second one
0: and you never know i might throw a couple extra in as we go Crappie day fish on way to go crappy day be you sure have- to message me also and uh we'll get these things right out to you cool right out there if you guys have any questions for caleb before we leave now would be the time to get them in there so we can get them answered for you and if we don't we're going to be cutting out of here in just a few minutes we're we're at an hour 10 and uh again caleb it's been a great pleasure having you on here you're extremely knowledgeable and and um, i've enjoyed having you on here very much i know mark has and uh if um like I say, if there's ever anything we can do for you, as far as helping you promote your channel, your stuff or videos, just let me know or post them up on, on panfish nations thing, uh, uh, web, uh, Facebook page and, and yeah, go, uh, go ahead and do it. Cause, um, Hey, we'll help you any way we can and, and appreciate you coming on here. And we would love to have you back. I greatly I appreciate it. Fellas. I will definitely be back. I will. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, What's the biggest, biggest uh, crappie you ever caught? Uh, Two five. Two five. That's a giant. That's
2: that's my PB. Um, It was before YouTube. Before, I mean, I think I have a picture of it on my iCloud somewhere. Uh, But it's been years. Um, Yeah, I've I've caught a couple two ones, two twos, maybe a two three. Um, I do. I'm very excited about this summer. Actually, I have a trip planned. To go to Lake uh, Grenada Lake in Mississippi. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I'd um, like I, to do that. I actually have a guide that's going to take me out. Let me shoot a little video for his guide service. And um, now he said he could almost promise me if I was to have came, you know, uh, post spawn, pre spawn, he could almost guarantee me that three pound crappie because you know Lake Grenada is <laughs> home home of the three pound crappie yeah um, but he said during the summer you know those fish get a little skinnier they get a little more finky. but um he did you know he could promise he promised me some toads so i'm going out there at the end of june beginning of july so i'm really excited about that trip um it should be a great time so hopefully we can uh break my pb
0: there looking forward to seeing that i had a cousin who's who passed several years ago, that him and his wife used to go to Grenada Lake after goose season and duck season was over. would mm-hmm. get down there in January, stay for three months every spring. Wow. They had a big fifth wheel, and they just rented a spot year-round and left it there, even though they was only there for the first three months of the year. Wow. He left it down there until well, he passed away, and and uh, he used to tell me stories of that lake. It's an amazing place to fish. It's,
2: uh, it's definitely a bucket list lake.
0: Yep. You yes for me.
2: They, uh, you know, there the the minimum here in Texas to keep is ten inches. The minimum over there is twelve. So Holy crap! I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if if all lakes are that way in Mississippi. Like if that's a state thing, I, I don't know how it works from state to state. But you know, in Texas, a twelve inch crappie that that's a great eater. I mean, that oh, is an yeah. awesome eater. Um, you get up to the monster around
1: these parts,
2: yeah. I mean, you get up to the um you know, 14 15 inch crappie over here. That's a that's what we call hog, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: I,
2: mean, uh, I, I think the longest crappie I've ever caught was close to 17. That's a giant, close to, close to 17. That's a giant.
1: It looks like the future missus is looking forward to that trip, too.
2: Oh, she, so. is, she is going with me, so <laughs> she's she's definitely going to break her pb i think her pb is a 178 now guys she ain't she ain't been fishing but a year uh she caught her first fish when when we started dating and uh so i think i think uh, she'll she'll probably throw it out there but i think it's a 178 is is her pb so That's i'm awesome. i'm almost certain she will break that on Grenada.
1: awesome
0: that is great. Well, it was
1: a pleasure talking to you, Caleb. I really appreciate you spending the time with us, and I am definitely going to reach out to you in a while here and, and see if I can't pester you to come on my show one day.
0: Awesome. Sounds great, brother. Just let me know. All Marford,
1: right. Do you have anything
0: for closing statements tonight?
1: No. Um, Catfish and Crappie will be live Monday night at 8 p.m. We're putting together a show now. Um, we'll be back in the saddle again. Looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, Catfish, Catfish Weekly right on before – And the week after that, we're going to be doing all our shows live from where, Lyle? Mendota Lake in Madison,
0: Wisconsin. Can't wait to get there.
1: Really looking forward to that. We'll be doing some live streaming on my channel. I'll be making a ton of videos that whole week. So uh, hopefully I can get my 35-pound channel cat. You notice I've changed it from from 30. Yours just keeps growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. I caught a 29.9. All I'm wanting to do is
0: get over the 30-pound mark, and you're up to 35 now.
1: Well, I figure if I shoot really high and I get a chances of getting that thirty are a little better that way. So
0: I hope that's right. I hope everybody catches a thirty pound channel cat because I'm telling you it's going to be a blast, and I'm going to take some dock shooters and, and uh, some ice fishing rods and, and a fly rod to catch them on. So
1: I'm going to even make some time to chase some of them crappie while I'm up there. So
0: yeah, I want one of them yellow bay or yellow uh, perch. I'd we'll see. get
1: them. All right, guys.
0: Thanks everybody for All watching. Right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much, Caleb. We'll see you all next week. Y'all have
1: a good one. God bless.